All right, and we are live. Welcome back to the Rabbit Hole Podcast, where we give mediocre research and give one an opinion about a topic that you probably don't care about. Joined again by my lovely co-hosts, Christian and CJ. I'm Tristan, and uh, today we're going to talk about something that's a a conspiracy and a happening that is fresh on everybody's mind. Um, something that had occurred while we were all on our little Christmas break. And shortly after the occurrence of this thing, um, there was a lot of questions being raised about it. So we thought it would be fitting for us to come in and kind of give our opinions, dive into some of the conspiracy theories and the rabbit holes, and uh, just give you something to laugh about. But this week we're going to be doing the Nashville Christmas Day bombing. And uh, would you guys like to Yeah, just definitely um, starting out, I, I would just like to say that this is definitely something that um, we went back and forth with on, you know, is, is this something that's too soon to talk about now, given that only the reported bomber himself was killed, um, we decided we'd probably go ahead and talk about it, but I mean, we're definitely all respects anybody that was injured, anybody that, you know, was around the vicinity of this happening. And, um, and again, the things that we talk about on this, we're theorizing possibilities most of the time. So don't, um, you know, don't instantly say, Hey, they said this, this is what happened. You know, we're just tossing out possibilities. So CJ. And, and yeah, definitely don't like, so I also want to get out of the way that like, you know, at the end of this, the takeaway is not going to be like, Whoa, these guys, political opinions are this, this, and this, and they differ, whatever, you know, because this, this is just an overlooking thing of like all the conspiracies behind this, everything that's being said, what's going on in our real world right now right. and us looking at things that could be. So don't, you know, this is definitely, is not nothing political. I mean, I, there's going to be some political undertones, but mm-hmm. they do not reflect any, I don't think they're going to reflect any of our personal political views no. because we try to, we try to definitely stay away from ever showing out our political politics. Yes, Definitely as non-biased as we possibly can be. Yeah. So, if it gets political, I'll talk shit on both parties. Don't yeah. worry. Don't you worry oh, about yeah, this garbage. I'm, I'm, I'm most likely an anarchist, if anything, honestly. So. I just, I'm, I'm, if you're doing stupid stuff, I'm going to call you out. Like, I don't care. I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. If Red, you're dumb, blue, you're dumb. Like, gold, pink. If it don't make sense, you're doing sketchy stuff. Like, so we all know. um, Well, Well, so hold on. My my first question. I want to. I want to ask this. No, go ahead. Okay, just to get this started out with, my first, my very first question is: We're all aware of uh, red flag laws, correct? Oh yes, one hundred percent. But could you go ahead and give me just a brief definition for the audience of a red flag law? Yes. Right. So. I don't necessarily – okay, a word-for-word definition I don't have, but what I can give you is an example, right? Okay, all right. Say – Brianna Taylor. Me and you get to talking right now. 
Well, yeah, that's an example of something that comes of that. But like, say yeah. me and you are talking right here, right now, and right. you've got a gun in the back of the camera, right? And you start, you start getting a little angry, be a little, maybe not thinking too straight. I can call the cops in specific states and say, hey, you know, I think maybe he should be watched out on. These cops can bust in, take your guns, yada, 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 right? Right, yes. So that's, that, that is the reaction to them saying – or to me saying, hey, he's got a temper and he's got guns in his house. Right. They're going to take they're, – they're going to activate. They're going to they're gonna take it very seriously. Right, yeah. But action in Nashville to his – quote unquote his girlfriend or fiance whatever she was calling the police and saying hey he's making bombs in his rv <laughs> and they're like we don't have enough to go on for that and nothing was done about it yeah so just a, just, a quick overback on on the bombing itself um Actually, no, CJ, keep going. I'm sorry. You weren't done with your point. I just realized that you weren't done. My bad. Keep going. No, no. I mean, I was, I was pretty – you can you – can, you can. Okay. Um, well, I was just going to – for anybody who's lived under a rock for the past couple weeks, on Christmas morning, very early in the morning, um, there was an RV that was parked at, let me see, 166 Second Avenue – um, in Nashville, Tennessee, right outside of the AT&T building. Okay. Now for 15 minutes, this RV blared a recording that said this, uh, vehicle will explode. I I don't remember what the exact words were, but this vehicle will explode. Um, please step away. Please move, leave the area. Okay. So, it did that for about 15 minutes and it gave cops a time to evacuate everybody out of the, out of there, um, ended up with the only reported fatality, which I'm really not sure how they even figured out if he was sitting on the, on the explosive device, but they report that, um, Anthony Q Warner, the, um, reported bomber was killed in the RV. So, yeah, let's start with this because this one is what I, there is video. I'm pretty sure there's video of an officer walking up to the RV and the RV. Yeah, looking inside. Yeah, did not re- did not report there being an individual in in the RV. Yes, definitely. There was no. I mean, there was no report of there being one in the RV at all. Obviously, he didn't go in and check to make sure. Mm-hmm. But again, and conveniently, find his. It, it, I don't. I don't remember if it was. I don't think it's – I think Passport, I'm thinking of a different uh, bombing. Um, I was like it – was, it was his driver's license or something like that, his wallet. They find it completely unharmed mm-hmm. short distance from the bombing. Yeah. Which is, is not even but feasible. My question about all that is, is if someone – is blown up in the bomb itself mm-hmm. and they're in pieces or whatever how do you know they're the one like they're the ones that made the bomb you know right i all i can think about is if this is gonna sound uh weird but 
if I was the person that was going to set off a bomb like this, mm-hmm. and I definitely didn't really like, I didn't want to be caught. Mm-hmm. I would kidnap somebody, and I didn't have. If I well, that's the only thing. I'm get to that in a second. But if I had no regard for human life and I didn't care about anybody, whatever, I would kidnap somebody and put them in the RV, you know, restrained or whatever, right? And blow them up, and then they're like, "Oh, there's body parts here. Obviously, it was a suicide." And then I'm scot free. But but to but to add on I to think that, about it, he blasted a message. Yeah. However many minutes, right? Early in the morning. Yeah, that's what I was about to, That's what I was populated. just about to say. Yeah, is that he had like art for human life, I right. guess. Mm-hmm. So I guess it doesn't really make sense that he would. Right. There's a lot of contradicting somebody else in there activity but, within this one. But, I mean, maybe he maybe he cares for innocent life and that he didn't see as innocent or something. Right. Know. There's been ki- – there. I mean that's what serial killers do a lot. I mean a lot of uh, sociopaths, serial killers, mm-hmm. they think like that. They think... I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds lately, so um, <laughs> everyone else might be innocent, but they target a specific kind of group of people mm-hmm. like you know, uh, wi- pregnant women or something like that because when right. their mom was pregnant with their little brother, they he beat me, and now I hate pregnant women. Right, something and like so that. that's who they target, and, and maybe it was kind of the same situation. Yeah. Well, and the other part I, about it but is it was probably yeah. I mean, I'll keep going. Sorry. No, I mean, I was just going to say that, like, I guess his girlfriend did report him for mm-hmm. making bombs. I mean, I guess, uh, I guess they had enough evidence, but also a. Uh, com- to say like yeah this was a the convenient dude thing himself in the bomb but a convenient thing with this is that i want to say i've read i've heard something that all of his family had is actually like had actually died previously yes. before this too yeah so it's Within just convenient the last years. that this that this man has no family and he's mm-hmm. like i right, i'm going to do this right you know and he's the, he's the perfect target Okay, I'm, I'm about to jump off the deep end. Here we go. We're just diving off the table, okay? He is the perfect target for your scapegoat situation. Not saying he didn't do it. Not saying he's not guilty. However, but, I mean, you look at people that have been made the scapegoat of these types of things historically throughout the past, like Oswald. I mean, Oswald fits the perfect model of a scapegoat for that assassination but we all know that he at least wasn't alone in in doing that right richard jewell with the centennial olympic park bombing which brings me to another a whole other thing that we'll get into later but i mean you oftentimes see these same kind of conspiracy theorists things like that they they get played into a role where they're um, being used you know the same was it, I don't know, was the FBI, the CIA just did the exact same thing with that kidnapping the governor of Michigan thing? Well, and that wasn't three months ago. You know, the FBI had an. But the big a, thing is. Do what? I say one of the big takeaways, like for me personally, is that the mainstream media is not covering this. Oh, no, not at all. 
at all. Like I, I haven't heard a uh, realistically, I haven't heard anything. Besides uh, here and there, a little bit, a couple mm-hmm. things here and there about this whole thing. So I just, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. But then part of me is also wondering if maybe, maybe he did. And maybe, like, legitimately, maybe there was no, there was nothing pulling strings on him or anything, right. you know, saying, hey, you need to do this, you do this, whatever. May, uh, if, if it was solely like, hey, he's gonna, gonna go out with a bang right. and just be really extra, or if he was to show, like, just how sensitive our network is. Right. Is that the, that... Yeah, infrastructure. Yeah, well, because I he took down one building, and most of the southern America was without cell phone service for. Yeah. Uh, still, that now actually, I think there's still yeah. there's still some people that don't have service. Yeah. You're right. And then I want to. F- I wish I could find it. I where somewhere else was also bombed the exact shortly thereafter. Are you uh, referring? Which to... this could be. The um, the printing place in New York. Yes, was it in New York? Yeah, somewhere um, somewhere in New England. Man, what was it? Rochester, it was, Rochester, yeah, New somewhere York. Else. Yeah, well, so where they were they were being accused of. Uh, this is where it gets it gets somewhat. And, you know, bars on the side of political, mm-hmm. but this is where they were accused of printing fake ballots and shoveling them down to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, was that building had also got attacked? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm reading about that right now. Um... Something about the whole scapegoat thing. Um, I don't know if you guys have looked into this any, but. Uh, the dude, what's his name? Anthony, what? Warner. Anthony Q. Warner. Warner. Yeah. Anthony Warner. Um. Supposedly, before he did all this, he sent um writings and video to his talking about conspiracy theories and mm-hmm. aliens. And my favorite, specifically, is uh that. The lizard people have taken over. Yeah, and so he was a uh, well, quite the component say, of that. He, he posted two days prior about UFOs, lizard people, and just all sorts of nine eleven conspiracies and stuff like that. Did he have a history of doing that before? So it's making the two days. I'm not sure. I've just I've just seen that like because there's a lot of people that are like they're targeting that to make it like, hey, conspiracy theorists are little. They're dangerous. Right. They have this, you know. Yeah. See if his. I'm but okay, so I found it. It was the it's the. Uh, the Rochester Printing Warehouse. Did you say yeah. that? Yeah, Rochester. It's the blue image. It I think is what it was. It burnt to the ground. Yeah. Nothing left. Uh, and this was the same warehouse. That was in the news in September for having to reprint the thousands of ballots. Yeah. And it was also said that afterwards. Um, when the firefighters went in, there was not a single piece of equipment in there at all. It was a completely empty building. Mm-hmm. There was no debris from um, pieces of equipment, storage, um, racks, anything like that. Completely empty building. 
that works out. Yeah. To in the, segue in the print into print house the, or in the AT and T building. In the print. In the print house. In the print house. But that works out to segue into the AT&T where they had another conspiracy part of this is mm-hmm. where they were housing the – is it the Dominion servers? The Dominion voting machines, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. Right. You know, whatever. I mean, we, we yeah, we've all heard a lot about that. But I mean, some you know people don't I, know, though, so let's dive into that. Let's, we want to dive into that? I'm try, Like I said, I'm trying to make it as yeah. – un- with no, you know, zero – overtures of anything well, we could talk if we want, want to talk about some voter fraud we can talk about voter fraud on both sides yeah oh definitely. and i don't care if anybody hate, doesn't like my political opinion uh because i'm right you're wrong so anyways <laughs> um so vote, voter fraud that's been a, a big topic here in this recent election that we've had trump is still going on and on and on about how there's voter fraud blah blah, blah. and he's right to an extent um mm-hmm. in my opinion now, is there was there enough voter fraud to cost in the election? I don't know. I don't know exact numbers or anything like that. But there's definitely some shady stuff going on. I mean, hundreds of thousands of by night. Um, there, there's just some weird stuff going on. The Dominion machines thing, like people can look into that on their own. But uh, there's a guy who went in front of the committee of some, whatever. Anyways, there's a guy that went in front of Congress recently who um, confessed, I think, to driving thousands of ballots mm-hmm. from, I think, New Jersey to Pennsylvania or yep. something like that. Um, yeah, to affect the vote. Basic, basically, what he confessed to was that he was taking ballots that were for Biden mm-hmm. from his state, who only going to be a Biden state, and driving them into Philadelphia to pump the numbers of Biden up in Philadelphia. Or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, there's too many peas in that state. It's all the same thing. <laughs> but um, yeah. So voter fraud's definitely like. I mean, it happened. Definitely. Was it enough to sway either way? Who knows? Um, well, I think it's just. I think honestly, it's hard. But, it's hard to fight that when, mm-hmm. like I said, the last four years have all been all about a Russian collusion. Yeah. How Russia attacked the election. Whenever Trump won, everybody was like, oh, voter fraud, voter fraud. Why wasn't there cards, voter cards? At this point, neither side wants to accept it. It doesn't matter. They didn't want to accept that there was a chance. Both sides cheat. Mm -hmm. They both cheat all the time. That's all they do. And – yeah, I mean, I, kudos to them. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So, <laughs> whatever. Well, I will tell you, um, I watched firsthand voter fraud occurring in in this election. Just to go ahead and throw it out there, I, I voted for Jorgensen. Um, I campaigned for Jorgensen. I saw her multiple times prior to the to the election. Watched her speak. Even like spent time working with the campaign team. Now. Whenever Pennsylvania's tallies were coming in, the, it was looking good for, for Jorgensen getting a lot of votes in Pennsylvania. She, her votes would come in, and she'd get votes. And they'd go up to ten or 12,000, and then they would all of a sudden drop by 10,000, go back to two. Okay, then they'd go up to twenty or 30,000, and then they'd drop down to like six or 7,000. And then they'd go up to 80 or 90, and they'd drop back down. So 
It was almost like as they were coming in, they were cutting them down and, um, and shipping them off somewhere else. Yeah. So I will 100% say that I watched those tallies change on, on those ones. Yeah. So about the voter fraud thing, um, to relate it to the bomber, supposedly um, the AT&T building where he was parked out in front of was housed – it's a, it's a, uh, a server house basically. Um, it housed a bunch of servers at at and supposedly it housed the servers for the Dominion machines as well as some of the machines themselves. And those specifically were some of the ones that were going to be investigated. Yes. Now they can't be investigated because they were destroyed. Um, to go into a conspiracy on that, who is this bomber working for? Is he his own entity? Is he a, Was he a registered Democrat, a diehard radical liberal, and he decided to – uh, he knew maybe that those. Where did this dude work? Does anybody know where he worked at? What he did for a living or anything um, like that? I mean, if he had any sort of tech um, abilities or uh, in anything, maybe he knew that that uh, that those machines were in there. Maybe he knew those servers were in there, and that destroying them would destroy the evidence. Um, and maybe he just thought that in his own head. Maybe he was hired by somebody to do it. I mean. We said the dude lost his entire family mm -hmm. um, a year to two years prior to all this happening. He's probably on the verge of some sort of, I mean, complete breakdown, probably super depressed. He's a loner. Um, he's the perfect, like you said, perfect scapegoat, perfect candidate for this. Yep. Say they're like, listen, we'll leave, you know, half a mil to your girl. Right. Uh, she'll be taken care of or, you know, like – Oh, yeah. What's your favorite charity? I don't know. Whatever. Or maybe he's terminal. And maybe, he's like, you know, you know what? Terminal. I ain't got nothing like... else to live for. Yeah. I mean, what's this dude's medical records look like? Does he have uh, cancer? Is he dying in the next six months? Well, we'll go out with a bang anyways. So, so I mean, they he, could be like, hey, let's. In tech. He worked in tech? Exactly. Yeah. See, tech, I yep. knew there, eh, there's a connection there. They, they could say, hey, let's reinvent your image and we're going to. We'll ship you off to another country or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're gonna go the into guys basic... even actually did. Yeah, unofficial witness protection, and we're gonna give you a bunch of money, but you're never gonna be allowed to come back to America ever again. Yeah. I, you know. No, I mean, I. That makes sense. It's happened before. I mean, it happens all the time, though. I mean, we literally there's witness protection. They give them a different name. Put them off somewhere else, and you don't hear from them anymore. You can't contact your family. You know what I mean? What? So, okay, now I'm doing some some deep uh, Warner research here, and there is for some reason he had deeded his house to a woman that didn't know him in Tennessee. What? 
I'd like to see this dude's medical records. I guarantee you he's got a history of mental mental illness and um, he was used, manipulated, slash uh, didn't have anything else to live for. Right. And uh, was persuaded into doing this. I mean, because he doesn't sound like he's not a terrorist. Okay. No. He's okay. Maybe maybe he's a terrorist. Well, he has regard for human life. He has regard for human life. Is the thing. Yeah. He warned people to exit the area. He didn't yeah. want to hurt anybody. So, I just have a hard time believing that, you know, he did this just because he wanted to. Like, I mean, if someone wants to just blow some shit up. Right. They're going to do it and not care about people, you know? And I just, uh, I don't know, it's weird. So supposedly, CJ, you said that his, which, and I know I've read this too, but that his girlfriend had called in previously on him um, that he. Um, yes. That he was making bombs in his RV. But they could not – they couldn't get a rent or something like that to be able to enter the RV to check or something. They didn't have enough evidence. See, here the ATF is saying that he wasn't on their radar, and they had no no idea that he, he, would, be do some, he would do something like this. But, I mean, if, if they had a phone call, they can't say he's not on – The radar. He, he had no, yeah, he had no radar. He was on no criminal, he had no criminal criminal record of any sorts. He was arrested one time in 1978 on a marijuana possession charge when he was 21. Other than that, he had zero criminal whatsoever. He was. A Metro a Nashville st- Police Department report from August 2018 shows that local and federal authorities were aware of alleged threats he had made. No actions appear to have been taken to stop Warner. Hmm. On August 21st, 2019, girlfriend told Nashville police that Warner was, quote, building bombs in the RV trailer at his residence. Nashville police then forwarded the information to the FBI. Officers were called to the home of Warner's girlfriend, roughly a mile and a half from Warner. Uh, police were called to the woman's attorney. It was kind of a comment she made. When they arrived, they found her sitting on the porch with two unloaded guns nearby. She related that the guns belonged to a Tony Warner and that she did not want the house any longer. Uh, while at the house, the women told police about the bomb comments Warner had made. Uh, Warner frequent. She told officers that Warner frequently talks about the military and bombing. Warner quote warner quote knows what he's doing and is capable of making a bomb da, 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 da. she said i mean it was, yeah he's a computer expert is something that i read that uh, was a a thing that people uh, said about him was he's a computer expert he's big into tech and stuff like that yeah he worked in tech like you said um mm-hmm. So I definitely think that he knew what he was doing outside of that building. I don't think that that building was a random occurrence at all. 
No. I think it was a purposeful um, purposeful bombing trying to destroy something within that building. Yeah. Uh, and I know maybe I, he just Christmas, wanted to be he, maybe he maybe he just wanted people to be without cell phones for a while. Maybe he's one like and maybe. that's my next um 5G. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just broke my pen. Um <laughs> 5G has been a popular topic lately as well. A lot of people think that 5G is causing you to, uh, I don't know, go to hell and get COVID. Yeah. And 5G, I've heard all sorts 5G of caused COVID. about 5G. Yeah, 5G caused COVID. 5G causes brain tumors. 5G kills babies. Um, you know, they all said that when we were younger, cell phones were a big threat too. Cell phones. Well, they've, yeah. Exactly. Everything they said about 5G, they said about 4G, and I feel like I'm okay. So it's just – it's ignorant. The mark of the beast. Um, <laughs> it's stupid. It really is. Um, anyways, before I offend more people, upset more people, I guess, I'll go into uh, – maybe he's just – maybe he's one of those people, though. Maybe – I mean he believed in aliens and lizard people. And maybe he thought that 5G was the lizard people's attempt at controlling us or whatever. And um, 5G was going to get us addicted to our phones, which that was how the lizard people were going to control us. So knock out 5G or whatever. And uh, he knew from his experience in tech that destroying the servers Mm -hmm. for AT&T would cause more damage than knocking out something like a single phone tower which is yeah. what probably some normal person who has no idea about that kind of thing would think they're like oh i'll just take down a cell phone tower that's going to mm-hmm. knock out the cell phone reception in a 10 mile radius that's yeah. all yeah. where a, a large server room like that is going to knock out cell phone reception in states from yeah. potentially yeah millions of people that's I mean, that's where part of me believes that maybe Get behind him being like, okay, I'm going to do this just to show how how easily it can be done. Right. But he didn't have, he didn't have to do it. He pulled his RV up right now to do it. He's like, I don't want to hurt anybody. He stayed there for days, didn't he? No, he showed, showed up that thing morning. That said he was, oh, he showed up that morning? I could have sworn. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he showed up that morning. I read a thing that said he was parked there for like a couple days and no one really suspected anything. He might have parked prior and then – come back Maybe. just to see i don't know I but I also, i've also heard shit. things where it's like audio wasn't coming from shit. the rv mm-hmm. the art like the audio was coming from speakers and stuff that were outside on the street like uh you know just audio systems that were already naturally hooked up to the street really stuff like that yeah that's so like he said, hacked into the pa system or, or something or it was you know the, the van was pulled up there placed there and then to make it look right put them on the the street speakers now i don't know if i don't even know if there's speakers on the streets i don't know how normal that would be i mean like if there's like sky cops um around which like the but yeah sky i mean cops. i'm no it's a, i mean that's thing that we have here and they have in memphis is like it's like this like uh i don't know it's kind of like a. It sounds like an awesome TV show, though. Yeah, hey, Sky call- Cops. It, it's like a. It's like a. They're called Guardians now. Yes. Cops yeah, in Guardians. The sky. Sky Cops. It's like a cops CCTV thing that like can be like, "Hey, we called the cops on you. Run." 
<laughs> like that. Like records everything that happens, like picks up gunshots, things like that. Oh, so I'm glad you just said. Oh, that. so it's like a like a CCTV system, basically. Yeah, it's a very it's it's like CCTV crossed with methamphetamines. There's reports of two. I was gunshots. pictured. Yes, there is reports of gunshots. Yeah, I saw that somewhere too. That there was reports of gunshots. So, Beast never fired a shot. Video, quote unquote, evidence showing that uh, there was actually a missile that hit the prior to exploding and you can see in in the video i'll give it this it looks very it's very credible because yes. it looks but this it's is very credible yes like it looks real yes yes i mean but it's the same way with like the the beirut the beirut explosion beirut. Beirut. beirut beirut sorry it's been a year since i've just i watched no but that one beirut. i was Definitely. convinced and i'd even like talk to people i knew um mm-hmm. within like the you know, like my background in the Air Force, people that were like work weapons in the Air Force, like that looked like a 2,500 pound JNM blowing up. I mean, like there was supposedly like where you could see heat trace going in on that one, but. Well, there's the same thing. I saw the, Beirut. Yeah, I saw that too. With the RV, it's back away and you can see where the building is. There's a, like a, a Kim trail. Right. Like you would call it where it been. And then there's the explosion following behind it. I don't say it launches up. It, it, it starts from the air and goes to the ground, and then it blows. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Word on the street in the military community. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have no official affiliation with that. <laughs> but um, word on the street <laughs> is that uh, <laughs> um, the Beirut thing was – so the Saudis or whoever owned that yeah. building – yeah. Um, I think it was leased to um, like a different country. Mm-hmm. I forget what country it was, but it's uh, it was leased to a different country, and they supposedly stored nitroglycerin there that they had like found in the port and were waiting for inspection or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, the truth conspiracy thing about it was that it was actually housing weapons from Israel mm. and that uh, Pakistan and Iran knew that and that they bombed it because they knew that is- Israel was housing weapons there. Well, the, the mayor, governor, whatever, I don't whatever you would call it. Or vi- It might apparently. have been vice versa, honestly. I, it's been a long time since I've read anything on it. I- I, I would see it more likely. Israel might have blown it up. Yeah, just because Israel would be yeah. like, oh, you got weapons there? Because, yeah, it may have been that Israel blew it up because Iran and Pakistan were holding weapons there. Or some, or Libya. Or, anyways, one of those countries that they don't like, which is almost all of them, all of them. Um, had, leased it, had leased the building from um, the city of Beirut. Because it's a big port. I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. that's where you would bring stuff like that in. Um, I mean, and, and Beirut is already. I mean, Hezbollah is based out of Beirut, are they? Is it not? The her- terror organization that uh, Iran backs. I've read so. Whenever that thing, <laughs> whenever that thing went down, I read so deep into that that it had me convinced we were going to war. So, well, 
Well, I heard things that the uh, like I said the the mayor or whatever you would call it, whoever's over that. One of the two had been told that they needed to move everything out of those storage areas because there was too much or whatever, you know, because of the dangers of it. Mm-hmm. And he just never did. You know, it, co- it would co- it would cost too much money to do that. Um, and then that I want to say is right Israel knew of it and took advantage of it. Right. And you know, that's where they are. So what do you guys think about um speaking about voter fraud and whatnot? What do you guys think about this? I know CJ knows a lot about it. This new video that was or audio recording that was released of Trump. I don't know anything about that. Oh so there's there's an hour long video of talking to the Georgia Secretary of State. Mm Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I've not got to listen to all of it. Um, the way people are talking, though, is not good about it. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, people on both sides of the aisle are going to say, "This is what it, this is." Ex- I, I'm going to interpret it this way, right? Right? You know, there's people that absolutely hate Trump, and people that would, I mean, they would do whatever he said, right? Mm-hmm. So, what they're hearing and what the other people sexually are hearing, included, yes, by the I way, mean, they would. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> essentially from, you know, one side is saying, hey, it kind of sounds like he's pressuring him into finding 11,780 votes that, you know, he would need to beat Biden. And then the other side is saying, like, That's hey. What I th- no, he's not saying that. What he's saying is like, you know, it's just wild that it's only 11,780 votes that he actually needs. Right. Like I said, I haven't actually got to I, – I started listening to it at first, and I made, I probably made it probably maybe 10 minutes into it. And from what I heard, there was not a – nothing sounded crazy suspicious on it. Right. They were just talking about – they were just talking about the votes. Right. Yeah, it wasn't like he said, hey, if you find 11,000 votes, I'll send you a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't like – It was like, more so just uh, like, like, hey, you know you know, this is what's – you know, what we need type of thing, blah, blah, blah. Do the right thing. Maybe. Right. I don't know. I, I don't it's, – Yeah. It's, it's 2021. I don't know what's going to happen this Trump's year. I'm getting Some, shady on it too though. Like he's so adamant to win – that he just he's going mm-hmm. off the wall yeah. like he's just so adamant to win that it's almost scary he's just like i lose i i don't lose i'm trump you know he's just right. like and that you i see, think that he definitely has his rallies he has the capability to go off the wall with it and like mm-hmm. well the trump rallies were all big because Trumpers aren't scared of COVID, and the Biden rallies weren't big because Bideners aren't are scared of COVID. Yeah, that's what it was. Simple as that. Like, yep. It, it uh, the support doesn't sway one way or another. Yep. Like, I support one president, might support another different president. Um, they both suck, but I would never go to a rally for either one of them 
Yeah. I supported Joe Jorg- Jorg- like you said. I supported mm. Joe Johnson during the election, and I didn't go to any rallies or anything mm. like that, though. I signed a, posi- a petition. That was it. I don't really get too invested in the political because I think it's all fake anyways. And right. it's all it is. It's a show. Yeah, it's 100% a show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, the, no matter whose rally you go to, they're going to tell you what you um, if you go to a Trump rally in Texas, he's going to talk about border control yep. and bringing jobs back to Texas. Right. If you go to a Trump rally in California, he's going to talk about how the guns need to go away. It's mm-hmm. just, they appeal to the audience that they're in front of, yeah. and it's just how it is. Um, yep. And that's fine. That's what they're doing. They're trying to win mm-hmm. an election. Yeah, That's what you're going to do. Yeah, But – I, I I don't know where I was going with this at all, honestly. But um, <laughs> no, I think you went to the right place. I, and honestly, I think that's why I've I don't I don't want to sit here and say I'm anti-governmental. That's not really like I'm all for the right government. And honestly, Correct. over the last government. few weeks, I think I, I think we've really been showed a lot who who actually, whether or not we agree with their politics, who actually cares about America versus who doesn't, you know? Yeah, exactly. Never in so my that's life another point I wanted to get to. would I have sit here and said that I, re- I, you know, because prior to being a libertarian, borderline anarchist, I was hard Republican. That's the way I grew up, you know? Um, but I don't align with a lot of those ideals. And I would have never in my life thought that I would be sitting here and saying that I respect Bernie Sanders and I respect AOC. Mm-hmm. Like simply for the fact that, you know, of all the people that voted on that trash bill, the omnibus bill that got put into the house, all the people that voted on it, they didn't vote on it because they said, we have not had time to read it. We cannot vote on it. We have to vote. No, we don't know what's in there. Everybody else just folded with the party lines, you know, and there was good, good politicians on both sides, on the Republican side and the Democratic side. And then, of course, um, Senator Mosh, uh, the libertarian senator, who said, listen, we can't vote on this. We haven't had time to read it. It was I had the number of how many pages it was. Um, it was like five thousand seven hundred pages. And they literally had three hours to read it before they had to vote on it. It's like. But those people said, you know, me and CJ have had this conversation already today even, that I might not agree with their political ideals like Sanders or AOC or even some of the Republican senators like Holly or any of those like that. I might not agree with their ideals, but I really respect what they did with the omnibus bill saying, no, we cannot vote on this. We do not know what's in this. We need an alternative. Okay. And then you have your, your major party politicians, you know, like Pelosi and McConnell, who literally just said, you know, they took an $800 billion spending or $900 billion spending um, for COVID relief. And they gave the U.S. population $167 billion of it and sent the rest of it overseas for COVID relief and, and distribution. I, I tell you, I wouldn't piss yeah, on the only people fire. that are fighting for you to get that two thousand dollar stimulus check is Trump and Bernie Sanders. Yep. So yeah. if 
if you want your free money, which I know all of you do, I don't care what political party you align with, you want your two grand. And here's the thing: those about are the people it. that are fighting for it. Those are the people that want it. It's cookie cut. It's straight yep. and to the point. I don't like Trump, but he's. I will say this: he is fighting for your money, and he cares about you getting money. Same thing with Sanders. I don't like Sanders. He is fighting for you to get some money. He is trying to take care of you. It's just it's that simple. Mm-hmm. And even coming from a lot of people, because I really, I support. But I still haven't the, got my money, so fuck them both. Yeah, I haven't got my money either. So, but a lot of people come come <laughs> I, to me and like, mine. hey, how how do you as a you know, I'm extremely anti-taxation. You know, how do you, how do you, as somebody who's so far in, in, in that ideal, how do you say, you know, that, that we need to be giving the U S citizens $2,000 say, okay, well, here's my outlook on it. One, that's my damn money. Anyways, I already paid for it. I paid well over $2,000 in taxes this year. And I sure ain't getting it back in tax so, return. So do you guys remember? I want the money going somewhere. I don't want it going to gender studies in Pakistan. Now I don't want it going to the Egyptian military. I want it to go into my neighbor who actually needs the money because they haven't been able to work because they have to stay home with their kids. Or the kingdom of Bangladesh. The hell does Three Bangladesh million dollars went to the kingdom of Bangladesh. I'll tell you what it is. It's Doesn't some Iran Contra bullshit is what it is. I forgot Bangladesh was a country mm-hmm. until I read that. <laughs> there was literally provisions in the omnibus bill to – this just blows my mind. Okay. In the omnibus bill, in the COVID relief bill, there was a provision against doping of horse races – or doping of racing horses, sorry. There was – guidelines on how we should approach the reincarnation of the Dalai Lama. There was all kinds of just, I won't go through all of it, but there was all kinds of just bullshit over stuff that has nothing to do with COVID. And that's why our government doesn't do anything or get anything accomplished because we're all, it's all horse trading. You know, we're taking this one government, one governor or one Senator says, okay, well, if you want this to go through and me to vote for it, you have to put this anti-horse race doping policy yeah. in there. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll put that in there. That's cool. And then check one on the board. We've got that guy. Now, what do you need to do this? Okay, check on the board. We've, we've got you two now. Okay, that's exactly what it is. And it makes me sick to my People stomach. seem to forget that – people seem to forget that these politicians that they elect are people as well, and they're – they have people flaws, mm-hmm. and that they're greedy, and they want their piece of the pie, and they want their thing. And I mean, there's plenty of people in this world who, if they were in office in place of those people, would be doing the same thing. Like, oh, I like to do this on the weekends, but this is ruining it. Mm-hmm. Uh, make golf courses shouldn't be able to charge more than. Ten dollars to play a game, or something, you know, that's a really basic thing. But that's why it's it's imperative to elect good people. Yeah, simple as that. Elect you can 
elect a politician, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, this guy hates abortions. Right. I hate abortions too. Exactly. I should vote for him. But then when that guy really, shit about he abortions. does. Yeah, when really he doesn't care about abortions. He's just using that as his ticket to get you to vote for him. And when truth of the matter is, all he really cares about is, uh, I don't know, giving himself a raise. Exactly. I'm, I'm getting really broad. I'm painting Congress this with a broad brush here, on. but I have a question. Yeah, is that they should all get more money? Yes. Um, do you remember why? Um. Uh, there's there's an event that happened in the 1700s, um, is pretty pretty critical for where we are now. Does it involve twisted tea? <laughs> it involves <laughs> tea, I'm sure. It just you you start you talk, you started talking about taxes earlier, and it reminded me of this. Um, you know, we separated. We you know we declared our independence from Britain. Right. Right, because of all the, all the crazy taxes they were imposing right. on us and everything, and we had no representation Correct. like we like we do now. We have no representation still. No, uh-huh. no taxation without representation. Right, there are more taxes now than what Britain had imposed on us. Oh, by far. Oh, the tax, the tax, the tea tax, and the sugar tax that we literally threw a over 3%. was minuscule, and 3%. it barely even affected anybody. Yeah. That's the thing. It barely even affected modern day-to-day life yeah. of – I say modern, but the, right. they, the, it barely affected the day-to-day life of a colonial citizen. I'm saying um, – we- But they'll revolted over it because it was bullshit. Well, they're, they're like, talking. They're talking about. They, everyone wants to find this clean green energy or whatever. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is if we if we hooked a uh, like a chain up to like a generator. And we hooked it up to our founding fathers because of how hard they are rolling over in their graves right now. <laughs> we would never have to worry about energy ever again. Perpetual motion machine. A hundred percent. I mean, I mean, if they were alive now, they'd been like, "What? All those lives lost for y'all to just go back even worse." Two hundred forty-four years later, for it to be a t- complete disaster. I mean, because that's like a hundred years ago. It wasn't like. A hundred years ago, we had more freedom than we do now. Twenty I mean, years some ago, places, oh yeah, well, there's some places you can't even collect rainwater. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. it's regulation on top of regulation on top of regulation, and the, the people who you elect to represent you. Have, are so out of touch with you. They don't know who you are. They don't know you at all. Back then, when you were electing a uh, congressman or a senator, they came into your house and knocked on your door mm-hmm. like and talked to you. And, and a lot of times you know, there were uh, your There's name. a story about that. Yeah. <laughs> there's a story about, actually about a, a dude in um, – Tennessee, I believe, whenever Tennessee first became a state and they were electing their first members of like the House or Senate mm-hmm. or whatever, that um, there was a guy that went to a farm like once a week to check on his neighbor or whatever. I may be talking out my ass. I don't know. <laughs> but um, anyways, it's just it, these people don't know you, and that's what else are they doing with their time? That they can't get to know you, you right. know, like 
I've never heard of a senator, a federal senator or congressman coming to our hometown to do a meet and greet with people mm-hmm. ever. So, and yeah, don't get me wrong. It's, you know, I mean, our, uh, our... BFE and mm-hmm. yeah. it probably doesn't matter that much, but like, the, um... it's, it's just an example of like, mm-hmm. they're out of touch. No, they are. The governor come down. I roughly 20 miles away from us but that's about as close actually as you get. i have a perfect example of that right here senator josh hawley who is the republican senator for missouri lives and has a house in uh the northern suburbs of virginia just outside of washington dc yeah his home is worth 1.3 million dollars mm-hmm. um a senator's salary is $174,000 a year. Yeah. Um, just to bring that into perspective, he does not own an he does not own an address. He has no his property records show that he has no physical address. He doesn't pay property taxes or anything like that in the state of Missouri. But he's registered to vote in Ozark from his sister's address. He's listed on the deed of his parents' house, also in Ozark. And he supposedly is building a house in Christian County, but there's no occupants there. He does not pay sales tax for that region, that area. But he is running – he ran for senator in that area, and he registered vote and voted in that area. But he lives in Virginia. His children go to school in Virginia. His – he goes to work in Virginia. He pays taxes in Virginia. So why does he have anything to say about Missouri? fraud that's voter fraud yeah if people want to talk about voter fraud yeah there was voter fraud on a larger scale than that there was voter fraud with machines and ballots and mm-hmm. whatever but that's fraud too all these politicians and all these people who are in office who live somewhere go to school somewhere they have jobs somewhere but they register to vote totally different state mm-hmm. that's thousands of miles away eh, that's not the way it works that's not how it should work no and I think a lot of your campaign funding and your advertising laws that have kind of been thrown out of the, out the window over the past hundred years, I think is a big reason why we see a lot of, I mean, honestly, I know this is kind of touchy, but you're almost seeing the formation of a caste system, um, kind of like India has within, um, within the U.S. You have your, your working class and then you have your, your ruling class or your, you know, I really think that's that's a lot of what we're seeing nowadays, and it's really scary um, because if, like, if today I decided, okay, listen, I'm I'm wanna I want to run for senator, I would have to have two hundred fifty thousand dollars behind me to even get my name in the hat to run for any kind of federal office, okay. Well, that's going to lead you with only a certain kind of people running for office. You're not going to have anybody that actually knows what it's like to not know where their food's coming from tonight or to work 80 hours in a week. You don't have that in Washington. You don't have that in any of your your ruling class because it costs so much to even get your name in the hat that – you're never going to have someone who honestly knows what it's like to be a real American. 
they so only speaking know of that, third class. Uh, and not even to be class. Uh, let's talk. Gen- you cut out there. What, Sorry, what does it? Let's talk generational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What business does an eighty-year-old woman or a seventy-eight-year-old man have in making decisions that are going to impact me and yours, me, you, Tristan, our kids' mm-hmm. lives? They'll never see the impact of what they are doing. Nope. So it, what does it matter to them? It's all about it's what all percentage of the population. What percentage of the population is above 70 years old compared to a percentage of the population that's under 50? I think after and, I think I genuinely like after a certain point there I uh, Well, there needs to be term limits. Yeah. They're 100% and there is need there needs age limit. There's no reason yeah. An if you're above woman. retirement age, if you're above the age of 59 and a half, which is retirement age, cannot run for office. No. Go retire, go play golf, yeah. and piss off. Yeah. If you're not going to be around to see, to see what your actions do. breed, then you don't need to be making those actions. Exactly. They don't care what happens. They're gone in five years anyways. Yeah. They're a heart attack or a stroke right now. Why yeah. do they care? You know, they're literally know. just building a legacy. Cushioning. That's all they're doing. They're they're cushioning their offspring's lives. The well, yeah, I mean, um, hold on here. Mitch McConnell is worth twenty two point five million. Nancy Pelosi is worth a staggering one hundred and twenty million dollars. There is absolutely like I said. A senator's salary is $174,000 a year. I know people who make more money than that yeah. personally. I know them. I know them. I know multiple people who make more money than that. They are not worth anywhere close to $22.5 million a year or net worth, whatever. And on top of that, they can't afford a $1.3 million house like Senator Josh Hawley can. Yeah. Or Pelosi's. So where's that money coming from? Yeah, Pelosi's got a plane. $15 a cup. Her ice cream, her fifteen dollar a cup ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Where is this money coming from? Is uh, it's lobbyist? Is the I'll tell you where where I, I think it's coming it's from. This is where I think it's coming from. Okay. Well, you tell me, me and I'll tell you where I think. Let me tell you now where the money goes. <laughs> so, how much money did um, did you say we gave to Bangladesh? Three million dollars, something like that. I'd say one point five million dollars got circled back around into someone in Congress's pocket. Yep. I'd say that the hundred and thirty million dollars we gave to the Egyptian military, probably about fifty-five million made it to the Egyptian military. The rest got dispersed throughout Congress. Um, that's how they make their money. They're literally embezzling our money. Yeah. Money laundering is what it is. Yep. It's large-scale money laundering. Yep. They're it's taking the money. Contra. They're sending it off to a front, of basically. They're yep. washing it, and they're bringing it. Yep. That's, I mean, it's They're making deals that. with these countries. And they're saying, hey, listen, we're, we'll, we'll give you $3 million, but you got to give us a million back. Yeah. That's exactly what's yep. happening. And – 
if the people out there are listening, do you want to know how to fix this? I'm going to give you advice right now. It's This is pickle school time. So people need to stop, and you can hate me all you want, whatever. Um, disagree with me. But if you want to f- fix it and you want to live happily, live in harmony with people, you know, I like people. I like talking to people. I don't care if you don't have the same beliefs as me. Um, but I'm right, and uh, this is how you fix it. Stop caring about stupid stuff that doesn't affect your day-to-day life, okay? People will vote on on trivial things that don't affect them. Does it affect you if some random woman goes and gets an abortion? It doesn't mean I don't care. She's the one that has to live with that on her conscience. Whether you agree or disagree with abortion, it doesn't have anything to do with you personally. Start being selfish. Start being selfish, but in that selfishness, you'll in turn make a circle, and you'll be more selfless because you'll actually start caring about things that affect you, and the things that affect you affect your community. Stop caring about about stupid stuff. Gay marriage doesn't doesn't matter – if Dude, I want to marry CJ, I'm going to marry CJ. Gays. You're going to have to exactly. fight my wife. And if I can't but... marry him, I'm going to kiss him on the mouth anyways. Yeah. So what's it matter? And we're going to do it while smoking weed and holding a gun. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I'm coming for you, buddy. Allegedly. <laughs> anyways. Um... Well, I'm going to get a UA or PUA this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> UPA. Um, but... The things like that that don't affect you, what's it matter? You know, yeah. like if you're a woman that wants to get an abortion and you can't, then yeah, that affects you right now, and you should vote for that. But if you're some forty-year-old woman who's all dried up anyways, and you can't have any more babies anyways, what does it matter? Yeah, what does it matter if some lady gets an abortion or doesn't get an abortion? Mm-hmm. What does it? What does it matter? That's and the thing, though. On the if, flip if, side of that. Hold on. On the flip side of that, for the leftists out there, what does it matter if you can't get an abortion if it doesn't affect you anyways? Right. Are you pregnant wanting an abortion right now? Are you going to get pregnant and want an abortion? Then why do you care? Same thing for gay marriage. Are you gay? Are you a gay person that wants to marry another gay person? No, then it doesn't matter. You shouldn't vote on it. Are you a man? Then you shouldn't vote on abortion. Anyways, it shouldn't matter to you. Right. You're a dude. You don't get pregnant. Stop throwing in your um, political ideas and economical ideals should be uh, separated from your religious ideals. Okay, yeah. If you want to pray for that person who wants to get an abortion, that they change their mind, then more power to you. That's exactly what you should do. But you should not try to dictate what they can and can't do with their body with your vote or with your money, mm-hmm. which is what basically all these are doing. Do you, uh, so you, if I'm, a, I'm assuming you guys have heard of uh, Sharia law and how there are some particular people that are very scared of Sharia law. Yes. Right. Because if, if – and this is me going to butcher it, right? So this is basically a – it is law. Have pants on. They're just short. Based off well, of – He's, he's going to get out his Quran. I, actually, I am. Yeah. I know. 
<laughs> That's why I said. All right, we'll give we'll give him a second. So had to go to the library. Basically, right, Sharia law would be it, it, it is law that is taken from the Quran, right? Yes, it is right? actually. It is it is their legal law mm-hmm. taken from the Quran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people are scared of that. But they want to push legal law off of the Bible. Based off their religious beliefs. And they yeah, do not whatever see, they may be. They do not see the correlation between that. Yeah. And it's wrong. It's just wrong. The Bible has nothing to do with economics. The Bible has nothing to do with um, how your kid's school is paid for, you know? The, the Bible should be about your um, your uh, values, your your at home values, and you should keep those within you, and you know talk to them about talk to other people about them, whatever. Try to share your val- your values, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't be pushing them onto other people in any but, form, um, especially with a vote. So that's oh, the big yeah. thing, though, is like like when you come to. Uh, <sighs> Man, we have went down a hole um, of, of the place. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can make it illegal, but that doesn't mean it's going to stop people from going to the store and getting their coat hangers or you know whatever Jesus. else they. Want. <laughs> well, I'm just sta- I'm just saying you're gonna get you're gonna get you're or gonna building get back alley. Yeah. No, but I do see I you're do gonna... see your point. I do see your point with that though. Delegalizing it. Just the same way as, you know, making drugs illegal. Like, I'm so making gay marriage illegal. Yeah, that's not gonna stop. That's not gonna stop them from being. You know, it's not gonna stop anything. That's not gonna stop two dudes from bumping uglies. No, No. and And, and and that's the thing too. Is a lot. A lot of people. Um, they 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 correlate marriage with the Bible and religion and stuff like that. But if you look at it realistically, it is basically just the government acknowledging the fact that you're two people in one household. You can file your taxes together for tax purposes. That's what it is. Yeah. You can file your taxes together. For tax purposes. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, so what you should be able to do, because if you're living together, you should file your taxes together. Yeah. It makes you are a shared income. You live under the same household. You pay bills together. You should file your taxes together. But to note, this in this book, it actually says that if if you're not a Muslim, you shouldn't be judged by Sharia law. So I mean, it's not like like oh yes, we want you all to live under Sharia. No, because you literally aren't supposed to. That's the that's what it says. Pick and choose. <laughs> to to carry on with what you were saying a second ago, um. And to kind of round off my my rant and my point, so there should be a happy medium with everything. Like you said, with your um, gay marriage thing Mm -hmm. and with it being – with marriage being a religious uh, value and it being a totally different thing with the state, a church – and a pastor should be allowed to refuse a couple, yeah. a gay couple, marriage rights. He should completely be allowed to do that because it is his church, it is his religious beliefs, mm-hmm. and that is he allowed to do. 
Now, right. if that couple goes up the street and they find a pastor who's all for it, they should also be allowed to do that yeah. because that is that pastor's religious views and it's his right to do with his ordainedness mm-hmm. as he pleases. So I don't think I Vice think versa our... on continue um, states. I want to bring power back to the states. States should be allowed to, to do with what they please. Okay. Mm-hmm. A state is closer to you and can align better with your values or whatever. And if a state makes it – okay, Preach. this is going to get confusing here. Preach. Stay with me. If a state makes it illegal for a gay couple to get married, and if a state makes it illegal for a woman to get an abortion, if she goes to the next state, if she hops the border mm-hmm. to – say Arkansas, for example, from Missouri, and she gets an abortion and gets married to her lesbian girlfriend, Mm -hmm. she should be able to go back into Missouri without any sort of repercussions, punishment, or punitive action. I agree. Because the state that she committed the act, it was legal just because she didn't do it there. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it had no effect on you whatsoever. Exactly. And now that state who made it illegal – they don't. They, they also have just as many freedoms and rights as the woman who got married. Right. The woman who got married has a right to get married in Arkansas, but the state of Missouri has a right to say, we don't acknowledge your marriage. Right. It's as simple as that. Just like a business has the right to kick you out if they don't like you not wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and you have a right to not go inside that business if they want to make you wear a mask or whatever. Right. No, I, I completely agree with you, and and I love every bit of, of, of what we're getting out here tonight. And your last little couple minutes are really – have you read my book by chance? No. Okay. Well – yet. <laughs> bastard. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so one thing – I think I ordered it though. As long as you did that, that's all that matters. As long as you pump up the numbers. So um, one thing that I am huge on is states' rights. I mean absolutely – I. I cannot say the word state rights enough because we were founded based on the Articles of Confederation, which essentially was a defensive pact. Each state still got to set their laws and we all came together. Sorry, beers are coming back up. They all came together for common defense. So really the federal government shouldn't be, shouldn't be setting any laws. The president should be the commander in chief and leading our military for our common defense. That's it. That's it. You know, when you go back and you look at the, like, Revolutionary War, even, like, the War of 1812, or even the Civil War, whenever you look at how units are, where military units were formed in those times, you would have, like, the Missouri Ninth, or you'd have, like, the Tennessee First, or things like that, because there wasn't a federal military. You had multiple different state militias that made up the federal military because the federal government didn't have such a stranglehold on the states to keep them into the place that they wanted them to be. So, it's, I think I think uh, I think the federal government should have control over maybe more pressing things like human rights right like some serious 
laws, right? I think like, the federal government should have just... control over just about as much as my cat when he decides to take a shit. Well, <laughs> so what I'm stating is like That's they should be able to be like, hey, listen, here's here's a precedent, right? Um, it doesn't matter if the state says you can kill six people a year. That we're gonna make it legal to kill six people a year. The federal government should be able to be step in and be like, no, 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 no. That's we're not gonna allow that. I think well, that's what a republic. Uh, I think the judiciary republic branch does should be able to. That's why we elect the Supreme Court. A republic is a uh, democracy. But they follow a strict gu- a set guideline of laws, mm-hmm. um, and they don't stray from those laws. It's those are the laws. Well, that's one of the things yeah, too. Is what, like a lot of that's people, what we were built upon, but we strayed further of, and further away from that as we go on. People confuse us with either a democracy or a republic, and I think I are the technically technicality of it is we're actually a, a democratic republic. Yeah. I um, I'm, I'm having a hard time remember where we started with this. Nashville. Yeah, we were. Yeah, music capital of the world. <laughs> Straight a little. We made a and, little. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> you remember the thing that we kind of put put out at the very beginning of this podcast. <laughs> oh, how we weren't politically aligned. Yeah, we're not. We do, I shit on just, both parties. Right, I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying we're, like, we're not going to get so. We don't want to get political with this, and then we're like, we're going to stomp all over every political thing in this country. <laughs> we didn't get political. We got anti-political. Uh, I, I, get, I get irritated, man. There's just – there's a happy medium for everything, yeah. and like why can't – why does everything have to be so far this way or so far that way? Right. Like – so I think if anything, maybe we just like we, the, we show that there is you can you the, can be in the middle of the road. Yeah, the green energy thing, the green energy thing. That's like, oh, we'll cut out all fossil fuels and natural gas by twenty thirty five. Twenty thirty five. Why do we have to cut it all out? Right. Why are we cutting out all of it? Right. Let's let's the big cut it. Well, cut, let's say we're going to cut it in half by twenty thirty five, and we're going to double the amount of green energy that there is. Love, everything levels out because if you get rid of all of it by 2035 and then we're just relying on solar panels and a freaking water mill thing <laughs> um, like those are going to break down too those have to go somewhere too and then we're going to have people on the other side complaining about like Ooh, where are you dumping your windmills and <laughs> blah 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 so that's a- so it's, there's a happy meeting for everything you yeah. need to also we're not the only ones causing the problem. Yeah, we can't. We're China not going to put a dent in it. Most of the pollution on the planet, and so we yep. need to, like, yeah, set an example. But we need to get with these other people and and do the same thing. And right. telling China, who is one of the largest manufacturers on the planet, that they need to, all their fo- factories need to get rid of all their fossil fuels. That's just not going to work. But yep. what might work is like, hey. If you do this and your things by twenty five percent in the next ten years, you know maybe we can buy more. Pay from you the money we owe you. But Care. Yeah, there's a happy medium with everything, and I think people tend to forget that, right. and they tend to just be like, 
nope, it's got to be my way or the highway, and that's it. No, yeah, and people get so heated when it comes to politics. And really, honestly, you wanted if you actually gave a shit. Perfect example about if you actually gave a shit about cutting green or cutting fossil fuel usage by 2035. Here's what you would do: you would increase tax credits, reduce the sales tax, and reduce the property tax on things that involve clean energy, like Teslas or things like that. You would reduce the taxes involved in those and make it a bigger incentive on buying those. But no, they're not going to give up the taxes on that stuff, right? That's where you would push your huge, your huge things. No, they just want to say, okay, no, we'll, we'll, if you don't have that meant by this, we'll start fining you this. That's where the money's at, is they're wanting to levy fines based off of those things. It's not, it's not about actually saving the polarized caps. It's, it's about yeah. money in the end. And now I'm not saying that everybody thinks that. I'm not saying that every senator that's involved with those bills thinks that. Because honestly, I think there are some, some people who, who've got in there by chance to actually oh, there's definitely shit. Yeah. There's some good people in there for mm-hmm. sure. And yeah. I, I know that I paint – like I said, I paint with a, a broad brush sometimes. And yeah. I say, you suck, you suck, you suck because mm-hmm. I just get really uh, amped up about it. But there's some good people in there. Like I, I said, Bernie Sanders, I don't agree with him on most of his politics, but I do genuinely think he is a good person yep. and he is trying to help. Um, yep. And I think the Democratic Party really gave him the finger, and I feel bad for him. <laughs> well, that's 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 I like would... with AOC. I, I used to think she was kind of a, a nut job. Like I was like, you know, mm-hmm. she's an extremist. This is not, right. she doesn't care. She just wants she wants to shoehorn these politics into it and you know destroy america or whatever you know but as i've stepped back and been like no she genuinely sounds like she cares about the future of our country and like the people in america she just i might not agree with the things that she wants to do or the way she wants to do it or you know what i mean i agree 100 percent. you know another great example of someone that Honestly, if she would have got the Democratic nomination, um, Tulsi Gabbard, I would have voted for Tulsi Gabbard. I think a lot of people would have. I mean, it would have been the first time I'd ever wrote a, a Democratic name on a on a nomination sheet. But I, I mean, I would have voted for Tulsi Gabbard. Um, I think that a lot of a lot of what you see in politics is just shoehorning, and it's just horse trading, and. It's sad. It's sad because there's there's some really good people in there that could could make some really good change that they don't get the opportunity to. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. And then somehow, I don't even know how we end up with the people that we end up with as like the front runners. How's Joe Biden become a front runner for anything besides like a dementia spokesmanship campaign? <laughs> because I mean, how yeah. does he do that i can i mean i could i could tell you how um because asperger's they, awareness <laughs> <laughs> right so everyone you know there's you know a lot of people were like well we don't like how trump handled this stuff we think we're worse off now that trump has been in office for four years we want to go back to the good old times of obama's eight years who can we get that was right there in the passenger seat of the Obama administration. Sleepy Joe, let's bring him up. Sleepy Joe. 
Right. So they, you know, they like the same way they kind of did with Hillary. They f- tried to force her down. But she wasn't a very strong candidate. <laughs> and then they, sh- they, you know, they sh- force Joe down. Mm-hmm. He's not a strong candidate, but COVID happened and people want something new. Right. Yep. It's, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I think like, that um, also on the, on, on the front there, a lot of people don't realize how the Obama administration in the last four years before Trump took over killed three to four times as many people as the Trump administration supposedly killed through COVID just in drone strikes. I mean, I'll tell you what, the Obama administration was dropping bombs by the second all That's, over the Middle East and North Africa. It's a meme I've seen, though, is that the um, from the Rick and Morty that assa- the Mantis assassin dude – Mm-hmm. He said, oh, boy, here I go killing again. And it's like <laughs> Joe Biden's first day in office. <laughs> I mean, I, I would venture to say that through airstrikes alone, the Obama administration killed more people than have died from COVID in the U.S. Oh, I guarantee it. <laughs> I mean, well, it surprised me a bit. I mean, they were like they were dropping them left and right. So I don't know. <sighs> I'm out of breath, boys. I don't know about you. This one yeah. wore me out. This, Yeah, this one was a lot. I feel, I feel like we could come back to this topic again at some point in time. <sighs> yeah. Because this is, this is a wild ride. So uh, I think this is pretty much the end of it here. Uh, <laughs> we probably lost some of you listeners through uh, so. throughout this, but if so, you if you liked what we said <laughs> and you um don't hate us by now then you can support the podcast and you can do that by shopping at www.threadweird.com um it's a clothing company uh, they sell t-shirts wall decor i think they got some coffee mugs and stuff like that yep. on there uh for people like you and me and all of us who are a little bit out there and uh kind of talk far-fetched mm-hmm so um, if you go to their website, that's www.threadweird.com slash, was it rabbit hole? Yeah, um, use, the, use the promo code rabbit hole. Yeah, the promo get, code rabbit hole at checkout. Is it, and, is it 10%? Uh, is it 10 or 20%? I think it's 10. Is it 10%? 10. Yeah, you'll get, you'll get 10% off your order. But most um, importantly, we get money back. We get yes. 10% too. It supports the podcast, which uh, we could – definitely use it because right now we still all have normal jobs and we're trying to bring this knowledge this plethora and wealth of knowledge to you people on a more regular basis i'm actually wearing that, one of their shirts right now yeah and to do that we need to not be broke so um <laughs> that would help uh well, yeah i didn't get a 2000 stimulus so i'm banking on you guys to make up for that yeah, so I, haven't even got this, I haven't even got the 600 yet. So yeah, me either. Me either. I, got my si- I, I got my 600, but... Yeah. I'm hoping I'm going to get but, 1,200 because I do have some dependents sleeping in the room next door, so... <laughs> but anyways, uh, thanks everybody for listening to us, listening to us this week. Um, a special thank you to listening to us this week because we got a little extra. A little extra. Um, thanks to you guys for joining me, and I will leave you guys with a couple um little drops of things here uh-huh. uh no taxation without representation 
Yes. I think we covered that. And one of my favorite quotes from the author George Orwell, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Answer the, ask, ask the questions and question the answers, and we'll see you next week. Amen.